Hello everyone, welcome back to SFP and this time we will have another guest who will be sharing her idea about the natural selection of Darwin. Help me to welcome in Ms. Megalyn Montejo. Please give us some more detailed example of Darwin's theory. Charles Darwin proposed that species can change over time, that new species come from pre-existing species, and that all species share a common ancestor. Each species has its own unique set of heritable genetic differences from the common ancestor, which have accumulated gradually over a very long time periods. Repeated branching events in which new species splits off from a common ancestor produce a multi-level tree that links all living organisms. Importantly, Darwin didn't just propose that organisms evolve that had been the beginning and end of his theory, he wouldn't be in as many textbooks as he is today. Instead, Darwin also proposed a mechanism for evolution, the natural selection. This mechanism was elegant and logical, and it explained how populations could evolve in such a way that they became better suited to their environments over time. What have genes got to with the evolution of every species? So, the mechanisms of evolution operate at the genomic level. Changes in DNA sequences affect the composition and expression of our genes, the basic units of inheritance. To better understand how different species have evolved, we have to look at the DNA sequences in their genomes. Our evolutionary history is written into our genome. The human genome looks the way it does because of all the genetic changes that affected our ancestors. When DNA and genes in different species look very similar, this is usually taken as evidence of them sharing ancestors. For example, human and the fruit fly. Drosophilu melanogaster share much of their DNA. 75% genes that cause diseases in humans are also found in the fruit fly. DNA accumulates changes over time. Some of these changes can be beneficial and provide a selective advantage for an organism. Other changes may be harmful if they affect an important everyday function. As a result, some genes do not change much. They are said to be conserved. Can you explain more about the natural selection? Darwin's concept of natural selection was based on several key observations. First, traits are often heritable, and living organisms, many characteristics are inherited or passed from parents to offspring. Second, more offspring are produced than can survive. Organisms are capable of producing more offspring than their environments can support. Thus, there is competition for limited resources in each generation. Lastly, offspring vary in their heritable traits. The offspring in any generation will be slightly different from one another in their traits, like color, size, shapes, etc. And many of these features will be heritable. Thank you so much, Ms. Monteo, for sharing your ideas to us. Don't miss out for the next because we will be right back after the short break.
you're listening to SFB Podcast. We hope this show will bring change and radical thoughts to you. We are Sciences Focus Philippines. Leave your call, fulfill your doubts. Hello everyone, welcome back to SFB and this time we will have another guest who will be sharing her thoughts about the theory of mutation. Help me to welcome in Ms. Joanna Belmonte. So Ms. Belmonte, what exactly is Hugo Debris and who is he? Hugo Debris is a Dutch geneticist. is credited with developing the theory of mutation. Not long after Charles Darwin's concept of natural selection was introduced, he began investigating heredity. Debris and our understanding of genetics, mutations, and evolution. Living organisms can produce mutations in their genes that drastically affect the organism, according to the risk mutation theory. These modifications are handed on to future generations, resulting in the emergence of new species. When a new species emerges, it becomes stable and stops to change. What plant does Hugo de Vries use in his experiment? De Vries used the evening primrose or Onothera lamarckiana in his experiment because he saw abrupt alterations between generations. He observed that while most of the offspring resembled the parent, a few stood out presumably due to differences in leaf shape or plant size. He used the term mutation to describe the changes that occur from one generation to the next. De Vries grew the plants because he was fascinated about the abrupt mutations. He discovered that their children had the mutations as well. He believed these plants to be whole new species because they retained the mutations. Is it true that, according to Debra's mutation theory, evolution happens in a gradual process? Hugo de Vries believes that evolution can proceed through this continuous variation rather than gradualism or substantial changes occurring over a few generations. This indicates that organisms can undergo traumatic, resulting in the emergence of a new species. Gradualism is derived from the Latin word gradus, which means steps. It is a hypothesis that states that change or variation is gradual in nature and occur over time rather than in large steps. Thank you so much, Ms. Bumonde, for sharing your ideas to us. Don't mess up for the next because we will be right back after this short break. You're listening to SFP Podcast. We hope this show will bring change and radical thoughts to you. We are Sciences Focus Philippines. Leave your call, fulfill your doubts. Hello everyone, welcome back to SFP and this time we will have another guest 
who will be sharing her idea about neo-Darwinism. Help me to welcome in Ms. Maricor Desilio. Can you tell us what neo-Darwinism theory is? The detailed studies of Lamarckism, Darwinism, and mutation theory of evolution showed that no single theory is fully satisfactory. Neo-Darwinism is a modified version of theory of natural selection and is a sort of reconciliation between Darwin's and De Vries theories. Modern or synthetic theory of evolution was designated by Huxley, 1942. It emphasizes the importance of populations as the units of evolution and the central role of natural selection as the most important mechanism of evolution. The modern synthetic theory of evolution showed a number of changes as to how the evolution and the process of evolution are conceived. The theory gave a new definition of evolution as the changes occurring in the allele frequencies within the populations, which emphasizes the genetic basis of evolution. It describes the evolution of life in terms of genetic changes occurring in the population that leads to the formation of new species. It also describes the genetic population or Mendelian population, gene pool, and gene frequency. The major concepts coming under this theory include genetic variations, reproductive and geographical isolation, and natural selection. Who are the scientists who contributed this theory? The scientists who contributed to the outcome of neo-Darwinism were Julian Sorrell Huxley, Ronald Oliver Fisher, John Gordon Sanderson Haldane, Sewell Wright, Henry Ford, Herman Joseph Muller, and Theodosius Dobzhansky. Aside from genes, is there any factors that contribute to the change of allele frequency? There are actually a total of five factors. These are genetic recombination. It is a process where new combinations of alleles are formed. It occurs during sexual reproduction at the time of gamete formation. For the second one is mutation. It is a sudden inheritable changes that occur in the gene and have a certain phenotypic effect. Chromosomal mutations may be due to change in the genes or chromosome structure or number like deletion, inversion, duplication, and etc. Next is the genetic drift and gene flow. This occurs due to change events. Genetic drift is more prominent in a small population. Gene flow is due to emigration of individuals from one population to another. If migration occurs multiple times, it leads to gene flow and changes the allele frequency. And for the fourth one, natural selection. 
pathase produces a change in frequency of the genes from one generation to the other, favoring the differential form of reproduction. And for the last factor is the isolation. It is one of the significant factors responsible for the synthetic theory of evolution. The isolation helps in preventing the interbreeding of related organisms, which is a reproductive form of isolation. In addition to these factors, other factors such as hybridization between two species increases the genetic variability of the population. Thank you so much, Ms. Basilio, for sharing your time with us. Don't miss out for the next because we will be right back after the short break. Hello everyone, welcome back to SFP and this time we will have another guest who will be sharing his idea about theistic evolution. Help me to welcome in Mr. Nino Mark Yu. So we would like to know, when was this theistic evolution discovered? In the 1860s, theistic evolutionism became a popular compromise in science and gained widespread support from the general public. Like other theory of evolution, how does theistic view differs from other theory of evolution? Theism states that the existence and continuance of the universe is owed to one supreme being who is distinct from creation. For this reason, theism proclaims a dualistic relation between God and the world, wherein God is being who controls events from outside of the human world. What is theism in your own words? Belief in the existence of a God or gods, specifically belief in the existence of one God view, viewed as the creative source of the human race and the world who transcends yet is immanent in the world. Is theism a philosophy? Theism is the philosophical worldview that perceives the orders of existence, physical things, organisms, persons, as dependent for their being and continuance on one self-existent God, who alone is worthy of worship. What does the Church say about the evolution of life? Today, the Church supports theistic evolution, also known as evolutionary creation. Although Catholics are free not to believe in any part of evolutionary theory, they teach the fact that evolution occurs and the modern evolution, evolutionary synthesis, which is the scientific theory that explains how evolution proceeds. Thank you so much, Mr. Nino Marquis, for your time and effort. Thanks for joining us this week on Science Focus Philippines. Make sure to visit our website, www.sfppodcast.com, where you can also like and follow the show in Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or via Spotify, so you will never miss a show. While you are it, if you found a value in the show, would appreciate it. Or if you do, simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. You're 
listening to SFP Podcast. We hope this show will bring change and radical thoughts to you. We are Sciences Focus Philippines. Leave your call, fulfill your doubts.